everybody and thank you for joining me on this episode of chatting with country today on the line i have the kia aka kia what's up hey sis how you doing (laughs) i'm doing good how are you i can't complain you know same old same old one day at a time one day at a time that's all we got kia nothing more that's it that's it How, how about you for me, I'm good, you know, stuff just daily stuff just unfolds and I have to um, take breaths as I can. Um, that's it. That's all we can do. What do you about to say tomorrow? Take care of yourself. Don't even worry about it. Hey, that's my favorite scripture, <laughs> baby. Don't, today got enough troubles in it. Enough Don't you trouble. worry about tomorrow, okay? <laughs> I was just For looking real. at the clouds when I uh, turned the corner and I was just like, man, just wonderfully made, you know. Yeah. You made them clouds. It's perfect up in the sky. Yeah. And the sad part is, is my camera don't even capture it, so. Oh. <laughs> my oh, camera's so cheesy. Oh. It's all good. Oh, no. So thank you for jumping on with me today. I just kind of wanted to, um, i basically been doing loving yourself from different perspectives and touching on healthy relationships okay and so that's something that i would really like to discuss with you today but first of all i want you to give us just a little bit about who kia is um i am a (laughs) god-loving woman a fearless uh woman a um loving wife uh, a mother of four so strange now that I say a mother of four because I'm so used to mother of three but now I can say a mother of four I got my baby boy so it's kind of strange saying a mother of four but um, um, that's just basically about it I'm I'm just a just a more of an easygoing person more of 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 a loving person and bold at the same time so that's kind of a thin line loving and bold at the same time so um it's really not too much to me per se, but I don't know. All right, so let's see. How was your upbringing? My upbringing was church. So mm-hmm. my mom was in church. So every time we uh, turned around, we was going to church, 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 church. We would. Um, my mom was a single mom. Um, I have a sister and two brothers, one who who, um, who passed back in 2005. Um, so my mom raised us on her own and uh, we resided in Gary, Indiana. And uh, so my upbringing, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, I, didn't, I wasn't born with a silver spoon either. Mm-hmm. So it was just very, very basic. Okay. How important is compatibility in a, a marriage in a relationship <laughs> compatibility well you know what what's the what what's the favorite thing they always say that opposites attract right mm-hmm. and so me and my husband we are straight um opposites like my husband is a big bear 
and I'm more of a um, I'm more of a like a uh, a little I don't want to say cat but I'm more of a little you know eh, you know so compatibility I would say it's 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 very important but it's not nothing of the of I would say the top of the line nothing that would be top of the line because me and my husband we are straight opposite I mean when I say straight opposite of each other we are straight opposite of each other but I believe that's what draws us to each other because the things that he lacked in I feel for him and the things that I lack in he fills those voids for me and so we kind of we kind of bring it all together at those two particular meeting points so I was going to ask how you guys make that work because I just did uh, another podcast and that was actually one of the questions that, that came up. Uh-huh. You know, would you rather be compatible with the person or does opposites really attract? So it's cute that in yeah. this podcast, you're like, oh, yeah. oh this opposite. <laughs> oh, you know, we are not compatible. <laughs> not compatible at all. Not mm-hmm. compatible at all because his whole like, um, his whole upbringing was different from my upbringing. Like, um, I, you know, I couldn't cuss around my mom. I, do, I still don't, you know, uh, uh, say different stuff around my mom. But and we you know, did everything and, in front of my auntie. Love. Yeah, yeah. And he, that when, when I, when I first, I was like, oh my god, did you cuss in front of your mama? He was like, yeah, my mama cool. You know, it's all good. We, yeah, we do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. But in my household, it was like girl maybe I'm gonna pick up this knife and stab you you say the wrong thing and I'm like oh yeah but so we was two totally different people and that is what attracted me and my husband to him and and in so many so many so many uh circumstances we went through some of the same things Mm -hmm. so we can relate to each other on different points how long have you all been married or together? Just we together. have Marriages. been married for 20 years, together for 21 years. This year, mm-hmm. I'll make it together 22 years, married 21 years. Mm-hmm. And it has been a journey. Have we had our ups and downs? Yes. Have we been on a roller coaster? Yes. Have we been homeless before? Yes. Have we been jobless before? Yes. Have we been hungry before? Yes, all those things happen in, in, in a period of those 20 years. Have it been peaches and cream? No. Is it an easy walk in the park? No. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's not. Uh, so the question was asked, you know, like, so when stuff happened, right, do you tuck tail and run or do you stay and fight? And so I'm glad to hear that you two stuck together and fought. Yeah. Right, because yeah. people look at the outside, and yeah. you know that's the thing with social yeah. media. It's yeah. so easy to portray one yeah. image, but you don't yeah. know what happens when you open that door that's and it. all of the, the days you spent on your knees or crying and the, and the good Lord catching your tears. That's you it. know, people don't that's see it. that, and so it's easy to cast judgment. You know what I'm saying? It is. So it's definitely can... a fight in marriage. Yeah. It is, it is, and a lot of you can have anything behind Facebook because nobody's gonna tell you the real thing. They're just wanting, they just want to show you the good part of the marriage. But I can show you the good, the bad, and the ugly about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's, 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 it's like I said, I don't have on track shoes, so I didn't run at the first sign of trouble. 
You see what I'm saying? I said, Lord, if I'm in it, I'm, I'm in it. The Bible say the love covers a multitude of sins. If I can forgive, um, if I can forgive my husband, you know, for, or I have a disagreement and he says some things I don't like or he offended me and I, and I can't forgive him, then I can forgive my sister or my brother their of their faults too i'm not saying my biological sister or brother but i I can forgive other people of their faults too so i allowed love to cover a lot of things and then also when i when i came uh into christ and i was joint with my spiritual mom and she told me she said listen she said it's not your job to keep running your mouth she said don't no husband want that she said it's not that your job is to be his helpmate what you don't understand you take it to the lord in prayer it is not to nag into his ear and make the situation more uh worse off than what it is she says that's that's not what you that's not what you made for but that is an art to be learned and a lot of people don't possess that right and so when you talk about growing up um from a a spiritual background right Mm -hmm. and him not Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we've always had a spiritual foundation, right. but yeah. not having, you know, it um, yeah. day in and day out. Like, you got to go to church. You got to go. You got to, you got to, yeah. you got to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, a lot of people nowadays, they don't even have that. And so sometimes it's hard to talk to the younger yeah. female because yeah. they don't even understand at the level where you are and you trying to reach them and it's always like you battling them so what is something you would offer to a young woman that's new into marriage you know as far as sticking in that and fighting for your relationship well first of all first of all I would definitely have to ask her do she know Christ and is Christ her Lord and Savior is is he Lord and Savior over her life and then if she doesn't I would have to introduce her to Christ and encourage her to pick up her cross her cross and walk because the only way that she's going to fully understand how to actually be a helpmate is if she learn who she is where her identity comes from you feel me and so and that's another thing that I had to learn you know who am I you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, what 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 am I connected to? What is in my DNA? You know, like who created me? And so when I began to fall in love with Jesus, then I began to know how to be a wife. So I would encourage her as to, listen, your job is X, Y, and Z. Your job is not to rule over your household. Your job is not to battle back and forth with your husband you know, when you don't understand how things is going. Yes, if your husband make one mistake, it might shake and rattle the household. But as a wife, we always got to have that, okay, he got a plan A. Let me come up with a plan B. Let me already have this in place. Just in case this happened, I got his back. He don't understand now, but he will later. And he's going to see, I got an awesome wife. Mm-hmm. Hold on. When this happened and I made this bad decision and I couldn't see it, she saw it. And yet mm-hmm. she did not nag me. You know what I mean? The Bible says a Proverbs woman, what she took care of her house, she went out, she made she made her husband look 
good. And mm-hmm. so when we can come to that fruition of making our husbands look good, regardless of some of the situation and decisions that he make that we don't understand, then we can we, we don't have to have on track shoes. But then also, again, it goes back to the man. Is the man capable of leading? Do he have that priesthood of leading, mm-hmm. of leading the the, the 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 household? You know what I mean. And so, in, in order for him to have that priestly, uh, 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 that priestly ability to lead, he has to have the fear of the Lord within him, so that he will stay away from things that he's not supposed to to touch in. He might make a mistake. He might fall. He might bend. He might break a little bit. But he still have that fear of the Lord. Lord, I repent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He got that conviction in him. Those who don't have that conviction in them, they just don't care. And it's hard to follow a man who's unstable in all of his ways. And who do not have the fear of the Lord within him. Going back to compatibility, do you feel like people aren't being selective enough? When you say selective, what do you mean? Mm, Like people may be settling or just out here sleeping around, not really looking for a long-term partnership. I believe that. I believe that to be true because nowadays you have the younger generation um, that is just interested in having um, what they call them, somebody that they can sleep with and not having the real responsibility. Um, I I would say yeah. Um, that's a good one, Talisha. Because I want to say some <laughs> stuff, but I'm I'm a I'm say, a, no. that's no, a no, 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 no. Well, that's why we're here, Kia. You know that. You that's know that's why we're here. We never know like who the podcast is going to reach, right? And so right. we have tough conversations like this because we may get a seventeen-year-old over in India somewhere that's right. listening to it right. going, you know what, that podcast changed my life. Right. You know, so I would say don't sit on it and let's cross yeah. the thin line. I'm right here walking with you, right? I would say that people, sometimes people do settle. Sometimes people do settle and it's not for, <laughs> it's not for them to settle. And just like, as, as far as the woman, I, I believe there's more women that wants to be married than men. I, 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 I solely believe that and that they would settle for a Ishmael instead of a Isaac. You see what I'm saying? Because the, they, their Ishmael came up first and because they're so anxious they to thank you Holy so Spirit, they're so anxious to get married they, they get married before their time. You see what I'm saying? And so God was like, you know you going through this this stuff with your man and all this going on, but I never gave you. But you did. Per- it. I yeah, didn't tell you permission. to do it. Right. You did yeah. this on your own. And now yeah. I got to get you up out of this situation. Yeah. So that you so that your Isaac can come and can recognize you and find you. But before your Isaac come, now I have to heal you. I got to heal those wounds. I got to heal everything that this man didn't left behind. That you created. Yes. Because you weren't patient. Because enough. you want. That's it. Yeah. And now I got to sever this ungodly soul tie, this connection you didn't got with this man. You know what I mean? But listen, mm-hmm. be still and know that I got you. 
And that's a that's the art to be learned too. Being yeah, and then healed. it's like, and why? Because I know yes. the plans that I have for you. That's <laughs> it. Go on, that's it. Come on, that's now. it. <laughs> that is yeah. it. How did you know that Squeaky was okay? I didn't. He gonna, he gonna kill me. Look, look. I'm like, let me retract <laughs> that. Look, look. How did you know that Mr. Montgomery was your for you? I did not at first. I did not at first, and I ain't gonna go into how you know everything went down, but I did not at first. But for some odd reason, Mike kept coming back to he kept coming back to me in my spirit. It's like it's like almost the Holy Spirit just kept bringing his name back up to me, kept bringing it back up to me. And so one day, he was out of reach, and um, I got in touch with him. And I apologize for some things that happened between me and him. And I... Anyway, the Holy Spirit... You couldn't... You said you couldn't reach him. Yeah, I couldn't reach him at first. So I ended up getting in touch with him. And the Holy Spirit kept bringing him back to my remembrance. I'm like, okay, Mike, 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 Mike. I'm like, okay. So he ended up accepting my apology and we end up talking and we end up it was it because it was like um i gotta i i gotta have them it was it was it was like um i gotta i gotta try it to see where this is gonna take me and we Mm -hmm. had so many and we had so many people that was against us i mean Mm -hmm. i mean so many people but we pushed through we we pushed through that through that crowd and uh he became my best friend we was inseparable i mean really inseparable i got married at the age of 24 and like i said did we have our ups and downs because i didn't know nothing about marriage i ain't never been married before but um did we have our ups and downs yes we did and uh i don't know he still he's still my best friend he still steals my heart away I still blush at times and he blushed. So, I mean, a lot of people, they've been together for so long and they love each other, but then they fall out of love with each other and they just love each other and they just stick it out because they don't want to start over or they don't want to. Yeah, because it's convenient. But I can honestly say that me and my husband, we still are very much in love with each other. And I can call him downstairs right now and he will tell you. Get his butt on here, look. Because <laughs> <laughs> I call him, I call him. Look, how important is communication and respect? In communication is very important in a marriage because if you're not communicating, you're not getting anything done. If you're not communicating, then there's uh, there's dead marriage. Okay, communication is the key. Now, the right time to communicate about different circumstances and situations uh you got to use wisdom on that because sometimes it don't you know you only can bring up stuff at 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 the right moment at the right time you know Mm -hmm. so communication is the number one point i need to know what you're thinking i need to know what your needs are i need to know how can i meet your needs how can i take care of your needs my my husband needs is put over 
over my needs because I'm there to satisfy him. I'm there to make it more easy for him and vice versa for me. Now, at times, do we get sidetracked on that? Yes. But then I have to bring it on back. It back. I'm here to satisfy my husband. I'm here to make his life more easier. You know, I'm here to make, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to sweeten up, you know, his, his, his face. I'm here to turn his frown into a smile. And I'm also here to deposit wisdom into him when it seems like he don't understand things or how things is going. It's my part to help him to see, to help him to understand, to help him to recognize, you know what I mean? So, and I do, I do that not on a fleshly or a worldly level, but I do that on a more spiritual level. And then respect part, <laughs> number one, you got to have respect because if you don't have respect for each other and if, if a woman allow her husband to call her out of her name, that means she's degrading herself. I've never understood how a woman can allow a man to call her a B-I-T-C-H or a H-O-E and they think that's cute. No, that's dysfunction. That is dysfunction, baby. And you got to come out of agreement with dysfunction right there. So, yeah, being, ha, ha, being respectful one to another. Yeah, that's like that that's that part right there. You got to have respect. So what does Love respect look like to make you have respect for one another? What does respect look like you as far as to him? Because, you know, most men, if they don't feel respected, they tend to stop talking, you know, um, and step out. So what would you say as far as respecting your spouse? Well, we had that issue as well, because a lot of people had to recognize I'm not, I wasn't a single mother anymore because they was used to me being a single mother. So when Michael came on the scene, they was like, you know, hey, you know, it's my sister, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, nah that's my husband so yeah there is a level of respect that needs to be set into place and put into place and there's that level of respect that you're not you you can't cross you know so um when he feel when he when he feel that he's he was not being respect or looked at even as the man of the house you know he would come to me and i well i feel you know this and that and that and that and once he brought it to my attention if i didn't pick it up I, I said it straight and I said it straight mm-hmm. for everybody because the Bible say that uh, uh, when a husband marries a wife, they cling to one another. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. y'all, y'all gonna always be my family. I love y'all, but this is my husband. But that's my number one. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. But this is my husband. What is one of the happiest moments you all share together? Oh, one of the happiest moments we shared together. Ooh, Talisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was probably one of our poorest moments, too. As a matter of fact, it was. Let me tell you something. We was living on the east side of town. We had got, we had, this is when we was uh, homeless. And then this man gave us a chance to live in the house. But it was a double on Capitol. Uh, right off 38th Street. If you know what Capital Way, you know I'm at. Shell's gas station that sits right there on the corner. And we lived in this double. And I promise you, this double was this double was so mice and fast that I was like, Jesus, take the wheel. And I was pregnant with China at the time. And me and my husband, we had no food in the house. And I'm like, Lord, what's going on? Because at the time, he was out of work because he drove dump trucks. And they didn't work during the winter. So he was only collecting unemployment. So I'm like, Lord, you know, what we going to do? And so my husband said, baby, look. We got these beans right here. 
He said, I'm going to go down downstairs. I'm going to make these beans. And that's what we're going to have to eat. My husband went downstairs to Leisha. He made them beans. He put some potatoes and some onions on it. We sat there upstairs in our bed and ate them bowl of beans together. And I, t- and I tell you, if that part right there brung us more closer together than anything. We sat there. We enjoyed our beans. We laid up with each other. We watched TV and we went to bed. And the next day, we had beans again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, um, you know, you look at, at poor people and they always smiling. Yeah. And people sometimes wonder, like, why are they, why are they always smiling? And yeah. it's because they are content in what they yeah. have. Yeah. You what know, the, they, yeah. they just happy to wake up. That's and it. and all they needs are met for that's this it. day. That's they it. Right ain't there. worrying about tomorrow, you know. That ain't worrying so, about. Yeah, you know, and and that's going back to the younger crowd and even some of the people our age, you know, they got this fictitious thing going on. And we don't jump into loving yourself, but they got this fictitious world going on. And I say all the time, these people out here renting the cars that's in the videos, they got dollar bills and uh, photoshopping them, making them look like hundred dollar bills. And yeah, and y'all out here trying to keep up with this on 417 and Tana. Yeah. 532 and Tana, two bedroom section eight projects, you know, so <laughs> it's not yeah. real. It's not real. And it's, it's disheartening because it's so much more to life. Yeah. than living from paycheck to paycheck and clubbing and turning up every weekend and having a pipe up to your mouth getting out. Like it. it's just it's just not that's not loving yourself. So if you had to say I, something on loving yourself, Kia, what would you give me? If I had to say something on loving myself, because I had an issue with that too. I had to know who Kia was, number one. I had to find out what Kia liked. I had to find out what Kia didn't like. I had to change the things that Kia didn't like about herself. And I had to love to learn how to love Kia for who God created her to be. Um, I started recognizing all of this, the what I say, the uh, the issues that I had in my life. And I let those issues put me into the, a dark hole in a dark place. Um, I let the enemy turn my mind into a playground. And so I was, uh, and I had a hard time, you know, dealing with that. And I took it to the Lord in prayer. I said, God, I said, I got all these issues going on. I stutter when I talk. Words come out before the words I even want to say. They come out backwards and stuff. I said, God, how did, how, how did you call me to ministry? And, and I got all these issues going on, God. I felt like Moses. He said, God, my, my speech ain't right. And I began to tell God all of this stuff. And God was like, listen, you're beautiful. I got you. Know who I am. Know, love who I created you to be. And so when it comes to loving yourself, you got to love yourself beyond your faults, beyond what, you, what, what your failures, you know, and recognize that you're not in competition with nobody you sell your own ship and however you sell your ship that's how you sell it that's how you flow it and so I just had to learn to sell my own ship and I look at everybody else they can pass me on back I'll be the slow turtle back there 
You know what I mean? Eventually, I will cross that line. But I just had to learn who I was. So... I just got to smile because I'm like, you are absolutely correct. I've been working with a girl and she speaks okay. about um, having um, acne on her face and, uh-huh. uh, you know, feel like her butt not big enough. And I'm just like, it's all superficial. You it's know? all superstition. And it's funny that you said that too, because I used to get so upset and I'd be like, uh... Well, maybe my clothes would look better if I had bigger breasts. My issue was, again, was was breasts. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, I don't have no bigger breasts. Look at all these women got all these big breasts. They can share some with me, God. And so I started getting depressed about that, too. But then God said, no, if I wanted you to have bigger breasts, Kia, I'd give you bigger breasts, Kia. As a matter of fact, if I would have gave you some big breasts, maybe you'd be doing some things you weren't supposed to be doing. You ain't supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I said, Lord, you know what? You right. You sure right. And so oh. I had to love myself over that. Tell us a little bit about you getting into makeup. Because I remember when you started and you was just like, just send me palettes and brushes. I'll... <laughs> It was just like, I don't care. Just, you know, just send me palettes and brushes because I'm going to get this thing together eventually. Yes. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I was like, I'm looking at. I'm funny, when I cry out to the Lord, I cry out to the Lord. And I just tell him everything. I said, listen, God. I said, everybody's talking about their God-given talents and their gifts and all that. I said, God, what do I get? What what can I do? And naturally, I really don't have the ability to do nothing. I can't do hair. I can't sing. I can't dance. I mean, I can't draw. I mean, I can't do like nothing that that just comes naturally like people do. Mm-hmm. Like my sister, she can sing. She can do hair. She's good at decorating. She's good at cleaning. My brother, he can sing. He can rap. My other brother, Squeaky, he can play the instruments. Never been taught, but he can play the organ. He can play the drums. He can sing. He can rap. You know, and he can dress so, up. <laughs> They had all this uniqueness about them. And I said, God, where's mine? What can I do? And so I was like, I don't got no gifts, God. You didn't give me no you, you didn't give me talents or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, what's my so purpose? Said, what is you doing? A purpose, you know. And I was just like, okay, God. And I'm looking at everybody shining and going, doing their little own little thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so Holy Spirit said, Kia, what do you like to do? And I said, he said, what, what, what do you find joy in doing? I said, well, God, I like to pray. I like to minister. I, I like to do that. What, what, what do you find naturally doing? I said, well, I like makeup. I can't do hair, but I do like makeup. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, get into it. Start doing it. So I was like, okay, God, I really don't know how to do makeup. I don't, I, I just don't know, but let me just, let me just see. And so... I just started playing in makeup. And I found out that I really, really like makeup. And so that kind of took off of me. But it took the Holy Spirit to bring it up out of me and also give me the creativity, you know what I mean, to 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 see and to and to be able to um put a vision together, you know. So mm-hmm. I bless Jesus for that because I, I had a hard time with that too. Well, 
I always, me and Ray talked about you in the podcast that she and I did. Uh-huh. Um, and she was just talking about, you know, her, some of her past stuff and how God told her to just call Kia. Uh-huh. <laughs> in the middle of the night. And, like, Kia was there for her, you know. And I told Ray, I said, you know, I've had my Kia moments, right? <laughs> yeah. Said, I said, Ray, I can't even hold you up. I done had my Kia moments. And, you know, you are just one of them people where I don't got to talk to you every day. Yeah. You know, to know that that love is still there. If I pull up yes. or show up, it's like Kia is is there. Talisha is there for Kia, vice versa. Yeah. You know, and I told my I, husband. I told him, I said, when he, when he, when he uh, took me to his house, but I said, wait a minute. I lived over here. Wait a minute. What is her name? I had a friend that lived over. Did you, did you, did you ever live in Concord? I ain't saying no Concord. Uh-uh. I stayed in Miller Projects. I stayed at Ivanhoe. And them the only two projects that I lived in. It I was, never say I used to be in Concord, but I never lived out there. Okay, it was someone I said, I had a friend. Her name was Talisha. He's like, Talisha? I said, yeah. Okay, my damn cousin. <laughs> yeah. He was like, my cousin Talisha? I said, you got a cousin named Talisha? He was like, yeah. I said, I don't know. It's probably her. It probably is. Sure enough, girl, it was you. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I went to school with her. He was I can like, still yeah, remember the day you walked in my grandma's house uh, in Marshalltown <laughs> when you came through that door. I was like, Kenya. Girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> girl, 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 girl. And then Ray Shonda, Ray, Ray was a big inspiration to me in a time in my baby. life that um, I was going in a bad direction. And this was when my space was going on. And I mm-hmm. saw Ray, she was going hard for the Lord. And I was mm-hmm. like, how did she do that, God? I mean, I'm like, you know, because I always had a relationship with God, but I did not have an intimate relationship with him. I always knew God. I knew of God, but I didn't like know him, know him. You know, so there's a big difference. And so yeah. I said, God, how did, how, how did she do that? So Ray was an inspiration for me getting myself together um, in coming to Christ because I looked at the things she was saying on my space, mm-hmm. the things she was posting mm-hmm. on my space, and she was really trying to go hard for Christ. And so mm-hmm. she was really one of those those gems in the kingdom that shined brightly for me because she was in my age group and I knew her. She was in my generation. And I was like, okay, if Ray can do it, God, I can do it. I know I can do it. She married. She got these kids. And at the time, I don't know what Ray was going through, but all I know was I saw the Christ in her. I saw the God yeah. in her. No matter what. And I and that is what I went after. I said, if she can do it, I can do it. And so when I got into church, I went full throttle. It wasn't no turning back. Yeah. After God showed me who he was, after I got a taste of who he was, after he revealed to me who he was, I was like, oh, I can't go back. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, Ray. Ray, that dang on Ray, yes. My rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fire starter for sure. Oh, Ray, that Ray. Um, I found out I was pregnant with Oxiana. And uh-huh. uh, Ray bought it up. See, it's funny how people remember stuff that you beat them blocked out. Yeah, but Ray was yeah. like, Talisha, do you remember we were skipping school at Lake Etta and your mama was there? And she told us to go to her house because she was going to whoop us. 
She was like, you gonna tell her out of all the times that you was pregnant at that moment. I know. I heard y'all on that podcast. I was like, ooh. I mean, I sat there and listened to that whole podcast. I was at work, right? And I sat there and listened to that whole... It was so interesting. I was like, ooh, this is juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Ray. Yeah. Um, I love you, too. So... Do you have anything else that you would want to share with someone just on healthy relationships or even loving yourself? Say that again because my car connected. You're okay. I was just saying, do you have anything else you would like to say about healthy relationships and loving yourself? Yeah. You know what? Love yourself regardless of whoever do not love you back. If they do not love you back, they are not worthy of an audience with you. They are not worthy to be in your circle. They are not worthy to even to even be around you, period. Point blank. Love who you are. And whatever you don't like about yourself, take it to the Lord in prayer. It. I ain't gonna you know, tell you we didn't just have we ain't heard nothing you said, Kia. Everything blanked out. <laughs> Everything blanked out. You got now, I don't know what you're saying. Stay phone. You said you 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 don't know what I'm saying? I can hear you now. No, I didn't hear what you said. So I heard you say love yourself no matter what and take it to the Lord. After that, we didn't hear nothing. Okay, hold on. No, nope, so, don't hear nothing. Hear okay, there you go. Yeah. Okay, because I'm going to park this car, girl, and take it out. It's, it's on my car. My daughter told me she was at Walmart outside standing waiting. You know, China girl, she went on her little first little date or whatever. So uh, I got to go pick China them up. Girl, yeah, she dates. She'd be 18 next year. She got her nice little boyfriend, too. So I said, okay, girl, go ahead. <laughs> All right. I got I to get, I gotta, I gotta, you know, get used to it. So. But he's a nice young man. So, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. So, I said, love yourself no matter who don't love you. If they don't love you enough to stick it out with you or tell you the truth, then they don't need to have an audience with you. They don't need to be in your circle. They don't even need to be around you, point blank, period and love who you are if you don't like some of the things about yourself take it to the lord in prayer because god's grace is sufficient for you and ask god to help you with some of the things that you found out you don't like about yourself you know so that 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 that's that's my spin on that that that's what helped me and a lot of times people like to shun god out or don't want to put god in anything but he is our very present help in our time of need. Only the enemy will trick you and say, God don't want to hear from you. What you just cussing the other day, then you just go out to the club. What you just sleeping with that man? Let me tell you something. God said, I love you for the everlasting love. You can't do nothing that will separate me from loving you. I've given my son on the cross to die so you can come back into connection with me. You know what I mean? The veil has been ripped. It's only the trick of the enemy. God wants to hear your voice because he's a relational God. 
He created Adam and he walked and talked in the garden with Adam in the cool of the day. So you know he's a relational God. He wants to hear our voice. He wants to commune with us. And so even though he sees and knows everything that's going on, he still wants you to come to him and tell him. You know what I mean? And so don't allow that trick of the enemy to get you to close your mouth up and don't say nothing and just say, well, God, see what's going on. I'm just going to let it be. No, baby girl, he's a relational He's a relational God. He wants you to talk to him and believe that he hears you when you pray. The Bible said, what is that scripture over in um, John? What is that? John, uh... Ooh, is that John, what's John 5, 42 or something like that? Jesus said, I know you hear me when I pray. You know what I mean? And, and so when we pray, if we can focus and fix our minds on the on our mind on that scripture, God, I know you hear me when I pray. You said I can come boldly before your throne of grace. That Hebrews 4 and 16, I believe, 4 and 16. I can come boldly before your throne of grace. Incline your ear to me, as David said. You know what I mean? Once we get that concept in our mind, then without a shadow of a doubt, all fear is gone. All doubt is gone. Point blank, period. Okay. So I'm going to say some takeaways. And at the end of the takeaways, I am going to have you pray for me. And then we're going to wrap it up and close it out, okay? Okay. Or pray for the listeners or whatever God tells you to say, you know. Okay. Um, So our takeaways from today, and I thank you for coming on, Kia. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) The takeaways from today is loving and bold at the same time. And then love covers a multitude of sin. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Love yourself no matter what. Go to the Lord in prayer and God's grace is sufficient for you. So Kia, go ahead and pray for us and then we can close out. Okay, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. All right, so. Father God, in Jesus' name, God, we bless you and we honor you, Father God. We lift you up for who you for who you are, being the God of all gods, the God of Israel, hallelujah, for being the ultimate God, hallelujah. And so, Father God, we thank you, hallelujah, that you hear us when we pray. You said that we can come boldly before your throne of grace, hallelujah. Tonight, Father God, we come boldly. Hallelujah, before your throne of grace on Talisha's podcast. Hallelujah. Father God, you are the lifter of our heads, Lord. And so I'm asking that every head that is lifted low, Father God, hallelujah, every head that is lifted low, hallelujah, that is going through different situations, different battles in their life, Father God, be the lifter of our heads because you are the many-breasted one in our lives, Lord. And so, Father God, begin, hallelujah, to do a new thing in your sons and your daughters' lives, Father God, even in the ones, hallelujah, that know of you but don't know you. 
given them unction in their spirit, God. Move somebody who have a God-like heart in their path that can be a help to them as Rashonda, hallelujah, was a help to me, God. Move, hallelujah, someone in their path, Father God, that can help them and lead them in the right direction, being more closer and closer to you, God. We don't want to run away from you, Father, but we run to you, God. We know that you are a relational God, and Father, we are here to lay it all at your feet. We are here, hallelujah, so we ask that you incline your ear to the prayers that is being made to you in this place. And so, Father God, everything, hallelujah, that worries us, everything, hallelujah, that that is aching us, everything that is ailing us, God, even where there's doubt and unbelief, as the man said in the Bible, help my unbelief. God, help their unbelief in the name of Jesus, God. Increase their faith in you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let your signs, miracles, and wonders be made evident in their lives, Lord. Hallelujah. So they know that it is only you that is moving. You are the God that moves and sees, hallelujah, and reacts in the earth, the only one true and living God. And so, Father God, we acknowledge you as who you are, as being the sovereign God, as being the mighty warrior that you are, Jehovah Gabor, as being the commander of heaven's armies. And so, Father God, we exalt you above the heavens and above the earth, and we exalt you in our lives. Hallelujah. And Father God, we bless you. We love you for everyone that will listen to this podcast hallelujah let it be to god be the glory in our lives let your life so shine bright hallelujah that no man hallelujah can put the light out god hallelujah every demon must bow when you come on the scene every demon must bow when we come on the scene and let the light of christ shine through us in jesus name we pray amen amen and on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.